Hey everybody, welcome to the Crossways Podcast, a podcast where we strive to find ways to walk in the way of the cross. I'm your host, Jonathan Germany, Associate Minister at Holly Hill Church of Christ. And we are broadcasting live from Holly Hill, and these are also videos sponsored by the Ministry League. Today with me I have my good friend Doug Burleson, excuse me, Doug Burleson with me, and we're discussing kindness. So hey Doug, how are you doing? Hey, good, Jonathan. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, we're all doing great. Well, wonderful. I know it's it's been a, a different time right now with this pandemic and and social isolation and stuff. And and I guess it's just what's going on in, in your world with with all of that. What kind of changes have you seen that's affected things you're doing? Yeah, well, uh, about spring break time, we took all of our classes at Freed Hardeman. Uh, online and were able to finish up the semester last week in a in a good way. Uh, students were great. Um, we're looking at how to move into the fall in a way that we hope will uh, show that we're good stewards of everybody's health, but also serious about equipping people with uh, what they go to college to get. And uh, I preach at Estes and things are going really well there. We're not meeting again together physically, but uh, Mark Blackwelder and I are still recording our lessons, and oh, yeah. I think a lot of us are just trying to figure out how to appropriately minister <laughs> at this time, but, you know, uh, we're doing really well and trying to focus on our blessings rather than things that we would, would rather change because of the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. I know for us, for a while, you know, we, we tried doing some live streaming uh, based off of internet issues and the whole internet and Facebook and YouTube in meltdown mode for the first month, you know, we decided to pre-record everything. So, you right. know, we would pre-record the sermons, we would have guys, um, and we ended up then reaching out to some of our members and saying, hey, from your home, just record yourself doing a prayer and then send them in. And then I got to be the lucky one to compile all the videos together <laughs> and, and build a, a worship video for us. And uh, but we're actually meeting back uh, this Sunday okay. and uh, we've you know, we were fortunate that we have chairs. So we took up a lot of chairs and space chairs out. And so we'll see how everything goes this Sunday. Uh, I, I'm an extrovert, so I want to just be happy to be around people. But at the yeah. same time, you know, keep your distance type of stuff, you know, and we got to be responsible. But I, I don't know. And I know, I guess, since we're talking about kindness. I know you and I talked a little bit about this before we, we got on, but it seems this has brought out anything but kindness, it seems, from a lot of people. Now, obviously, there's been some people who are using it to, to show kindness, but it seems that people are starting to kind of show some different colors and, and be unkind. And that's really unfortunate because that's not what, as Christians, we're called to do. You know, if we're called to, to be lights, called to be Christ-like, it seems this would be a perfect opportunity to, to do that. I think it's about the way that we look at things. Uh, I, I view self-care and the way that we approach others as a part of our devotion to God. And as we'll get into, I mean, his character is central to what we're talking about tonight. But I tried to even tell some of my students, I had two Greek classes this spring, and I told them, I said, you can look back on this time of social distancing in 10 years and say, I really would have learned Greek had it not been for all of that interruption and having to meet online and 
trips and camps being canceled. Or you could look back and say, boy, that really gave me more time to focus. And even though I miss my friends and uh, the routine of college life, that gave me an opportunity to learn this material in a way that I never thought I would have learned it before. Uh, I think the fact that we, it was the time of year when uh, spring is, is springing and we're looking forward <laughs> to getting outside. It's an election year. Uh, there's already a lot of division and unrest, and it's not a surprise that I mean, people have been unkind since the very beginning, but I yeah. hope that Christians can show um, that we truly do want to put into practice the fruit test that Jesus talks about in Matthew 7 and, and bear fruit that honors the Father rather than that serves our own political or self-serving interests. Yeah, and I think that that kind of is the 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 point and kind of you know when i know i was preparing some some thoughts you know whenever we're called to count others more significant than ourselves as paul wrote in philippians 2 that's that's hard because that because kindness isn't just about not being mean <laughs> you know you know you know sometimes we you know i can be driving down the road and i'll do something and Catherine will say or i'll say something and Catherine will say be nice or be kind. And I'm like, well, I, I was because I could have done and I'll make up something that's even worse. And, and that doesn't mean I was really being kind. And uh, I guess, you know, for our audience, thanks for tuning in. If you have thoughts, we'd love to hear from you about what it means to be what it means to be kind. But as we're especially during now, I'm mean, like you said, there's a, the political, you know, stuff is picking up uh, the more I guess I. I never really super enjoyed politics, but I used to care a little bit more than I do now. But it just seems to get worse and worse. And maybe it's just because I'm getting more aware. But it seems there's so many people who just, you know, are, are hateful about politics. You know, this, you know, with the, with the pandemic, there's the two main parties. It's either we need to be more restrictive or this is a, the most overblown thing I've ever seen. And they don't get along and they can't seem to to just listen to each other, I guess. Yeah. So for, I guess from your perspective and, you know, you've dealt with, you know, colleges and, you know, other events being, you know, modified. What have you seen as far as kindness that's been maybe beneficial or that that's been a, a good display of kindness? Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't view kindness as, like you said, being the absence of anger. It's yeah. all about being in the presence of God. And okay. I like that. Uh, part of what I think we need to remember is, you know, for example, with the coronavirus, there's a lot of things I don't know. Um, yep. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a medical professional. My kids say I'm the kind of doctor that really can't help anybody. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> uh, but I do know that my number one job is to honor God in Christ Absolutely. and to show that and the way I talk and the way I interact with other people. And so uh, one way I think this is demonstrated, I mean, now everybody has a platform if you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And uh, I think that it's a mistake to assume that we always have to be heard first. We have to be the loudest. Uh, we have to get the most likes. I mean, social media isn't real in any way. Uh, we put our best foot forward and now there may be some good opportunities there, but uh, like you said, it's not only in Philippians, it's in Romans 12, 3. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Think soberly 
as Christ has dealt to each one of you a measure of faith. And he goes on and talks about gifts and how we use those gifts. And so uh, I, I say the same thing about peace, and I am i won't chase another fruit tonight. <laughs> but I don't think peace is the absence of war. I think it's about being in the presence of God. And I don't think kindness is just about the absence of anger or the absence of the works of the flesh that Paul describes in the verse leading up to, you know, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, leading up to the nine fruit of the spirit. It's about demonstrating that you're in the presence of God. And as Jesus said in Matthew 7, 16, you'll know them by their fruits. And yeah. uh, I think this is the forgotten fruit. Uh, kindness and okay. goodness are probably the two that are most neglected because it it seems so common sense. It, it just seems yeah. so assumed that you're going to be kind and we can get into more of what that looks like. But uh, I think deferring to others and being selfless, the Philippians 2, 5 through 11 model Jesus sets forward. Yeah, that's the paradigm that I want to allow to lead me. Oh, absolutely. And and I would like to hear from our audience on this one. And as you were talking, you, you mentioned the Romans passage. You know, we ought not to think more highly than we ought to. And, you know, you say we don't have to be the loudest voice. And with social media, that seems to be exactly kind of how it's designed, is to see how many more likes and shares you can get. And and I've fallen into that trap of being like, man, I wrote something really cool today. And someone wrote something like, Jesus loves you, and got like a thousand shares. And I wrote something really thoughtful, you know, and how in the world did that happen? And it's just, you just, it, that doesn't matter, you know, if, if we're doing it for, and I think that's also part of kindness. If we're doing certain things so we benefit or we get glory, then that's really not kindness. You know, uh, I think that would be playing politics or networking and not saying those things don't have their place, but let's not confuse them for being kind. You know, kindness isn't benefiting yourself. You know, it should be, a, a like you said, being in the presence of God, but also this, this humbly giving of yourself to, yeah. to someone else or to, to really do the kingdom and to, you know, glorify God. And, and that's hard because that means I have to accept the fact that it's not about me. That's right. I mean, we know there's an eternal reward, but we also know that, our character is not shaped by what we want first. It's shaped by who God is, what he's modeled for us, what he's called us to be. And it's not natural. I do not think kindness is natural. Um, no. The very first sin we read about in the Bible, Adam said some really unkind things about Eve and about God. And that trajectory continues yeah. through the flood and through uh, the rest of scripture. And so why would we be surprised that even sadly among Christians, sometimes kindness is not our first instinct, and I think it should be. Yeah, you know, that that woman that you gave me, you know, that's, well, you know, when we're unkind, we tend to do things that we normally wouldn't do if we were thinking straight, and that, that Which includes— a demonstration of God's kindness, by the way. I mean, seeing that man was alone and it wasn't good, we could call it a lot of things, but God in his grace was certainly kind to Adam, and— Absolutely. Met his needs, put him in a perfect place, gave him Eve, uh, started yeah. family. So uh, kindness doesn't always get rewarded in the way that we would expect it to in this life. But No, and, and speaking of that, some of those thoughts, uh, I found this, this quote, and I shared it with you before we hopped on. And, I, and 
when I found this quote, and I don't, and maybe I should know, but I have no idea who Eddie Foster is. I think it was just some dude who either wrote some book or was writing a blog that I found. But the quote was good, so I wrote it down. And it said, kindness is humbly giving of ourselves and love and mercy to others. And here's kind of what I like, what I really like it. Who may not be able to give anything back, who sometimes don't deserve it, and who frequently don't thank us for it. Basically, kindness means a way of thinking that leads to doing thoughtful deeds for others. And, and that's kind of what God did for man. You know, he, he gave us so many things that, you know, we, we can't give anything back besides our faithfulness, right? And, you know, we don't deserve it. And to be honest, we frequently don't thank him for it. Right. And, you know, and I think that really is a – I like that definition of kindness. So I do too, and I love the fact that God calls us to be kind to everybody. You know, Galatians 6.10 do good to all people everywhere, especially those in the household of faith. We're not just talking about the way we treat each other in Christ. We're talking about the way we treat others. And I think a lot of people are honestly surprised when uh, they see kindness out in the public because yeah. uh, we've become more and more uh, isolated and self-centered culturally uh, as technology has advanced. I mean, we're going to probably be walking looking at our phone rather than engaging other people. And and so one of the ways that I'm, I love Estes, uh, the congregation I'm blessed to serve, a couple of years ago, uh, some of our deacons approached the elders and said, can we have an Acts of Random Kindness Day? And so people in the congregation give money, and we, Blitz Henderson, go to the grocery stores and the restaurants and the gas stations and uh, go to Christians, obviously, uh, especially those in the household of faith as well, and just do our very best to show others the love of God in Christ that day. We don't want it to be limited to one day, but it's a annual, sometimes biannual reminder. This is the kind of work we ought to be doing, and that matters whether anybody's watching or not. Yeah, and, and you know, I think it, it needs to be, especially if, if, if no one's really watching, in, in the sense of, you know, because... A lot, you know, like I said earlier, I, I think sometimes we do things so people will notice. And, and you know, we could be doing the right things. And, you know, sure, I, the right thing could be helping somebody. But if I then go and, and brag about it, then, then have I, then did I help somebody or was I just trying to help myself by doing something I know would be perceived as, as being proper, I guess? we've gotten good at humble bragging jonathan i mean that's what the brag call yeah that's what facebook's for you can i was so blessed tonight to be able to and just you know fill in the blank and yeah <laughs> it's a blessing but it, it that that line between doing it because god desires that we do it and doing it so that you know we i want other people to see our good works and glorify the father but i don't want them to glorify me and that's a that's a fine line it, it is because and, and I guess because then, then it's there's we want that attention, I guess, or we want at least maybe not attention, maybe the wrong word. Maybe it's we want at least recognition. You know, no one wants to feel like no one appreciates them. And, and so there's nothing wrong with, with wanting to be appreciated or wanting at least some encouragement. But if that becomes the motivation for our action, and I think that's the key is. The motivation for our kindness is the motivation to get that pat on the back or is our motivation to become more like Christ. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and those are the, the main differences, I, I, I believe. 
because, like I said, there, there's really – I don't think there's anything wrong with doing something and someone saying, hey, good job, and us liking that compliment. Yeah. But as long as it doesn't go really any further, uh, I think that, that that would be safe. And maybe if I could add this, I'm going to be kind whether I get those kinds of affirmations or not. Yeah. Uh, I think even in marriage, we've sometimes modeled – this idea of marriage on what my needs are and what Christie's needs are. And as long as we're all meeting each other's needs, then things are, are blissful uh, rather than my love for her and service to her is another way I honor God and kindness is not going to be contingent upon those daily circumstances. There are going to be some days I struggle with that some days that she struggles with that. And if it's true in marriage, it's going to be true in congregational life and in our communities. And so kindness can't be fair weathered. Uh, I think that it's easy when there are blue skies and rainbows. It's like that kid's song we used to sing when gumdrops are falling from the sky. You know, I don't remember the name of the song, but Me either. <laughs> all of the gumdrops are Hershey's bars. And I don't I don't know. But, Something, you know, uh, ah, 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 that's all I remember yeah, is yeah. the mouth open yeah. wide. That's all I remember wide and it's raining insulin or something i don't remember but you know um that's not reality most days but the reality in christ is uh the spirit and i think these fruit may overlap some i don't know that this is a a list of uh fruit that necessarily okay kindness stops here and love starts there yeah no because paul says in first corinthians 13 4 love is kind yeah. Well, that's an adjective that describes love, but th there's there's overlap there, and so it's an orientation towards honoring God that is observable and real, whether I'm getting credit for it in the eyes of my brothers and sisters or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Belinda on Facebook asked a question, and I, and I, I think you might have a good answer for this. It says, uh, "What do you do when when you are kind over and over?" And then they begin to take advantage of you. Yeah. Well, we want to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And this is not a call to allow yourself to be um, run over or abused. Although I do think one thing we could do in that scenario is look at Christ and think yeah. about the way of the cross and the 70 times 7 principle and the way that even on the cross, Jesus is demonstrating incredible compassion and kindness towards those around him, even though his agony was tremendous and real. So I don't know that kindness can run out, but I do think wisdom says, if I've run into this wall over and over again, and this person is just full of wickedness, and their life looks more like Galatians 5, 19 through 21 than verses 22 and 23, I know when to stop casting my pearls before swine, and and yeah. I'm not saying call them a pig, but I, I think that <laughs> we can be wise in that, and and yet not act out in a way that is unkind, because then um, evil won. Yeah, and and I think you know th those are exactly what I was thinking of. Let's look at Christ, but then I also think of sometimes we like this question, and I don't know what perspective she's coming from. But I think sometimes we ask this question when doing benevolent work, and yeah. and they come to us too often. And, and I would argue that when that becomes an issue, perhaps us 
assisting them isn't actually the kind thing to do. And, and or, or maybe it needs to be a different type of help. You know, someone constantly says, hey, uh, uh, I didn't make today's rent. It might be kind to help them with, with today's rent. But if they come to you for six months in a row, maybe the kind thing to do would be to say, hey, let's sit down and let's work together on being organized with our money and being good stewards with our money. You know, I think kindness can look different ways. But we have to be careful then not to just say, you know what, I'm going to forget you and be rude or unloving in how we deal with someone who might be taking advantage of us. Absolutely. The way we answer them, uh, the kind of help we provide for them, uh, not only prayer and spiritual support, but, you know, our desire is God's desire. First Timothy 2, 4, he desires all people everywhere repent, come to the knowledge of truth. And that's ultimately our desire. Benevolence is one of the ways that we can demonstrate that. I think the more we show benevolence, the more like Christ we are, both individually and collectively. And that's really foundational to our identity in Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, as, as we move on to some things, I know we've talked a lot about what kindness is. And, but, and we've kind of briefly mentioned what it wasn't. You know, we said it wasn't just the absence of, of being rude. But, but what other things, I guess, come to mind when you think of misconceptions of kindness? You know, yeah. I, I think of perhaps like, you know, kindness is just benevolent work. Well, no, kindness is a whole lot more than just doing good things for others. You know, I think it's also motivation. I think it's attitude. And sometimes we box kindness. Like you said, there's overlap. But we box kindness, say here's where kindness is, and and this is where we need to stay. And I think it's a little bit more broad than that. Yeah, and I'm, I may just add that I think kindness does not mean we're always smiling or we always feel good or um, we're fake. I, I don't want to accuse anyone of being fake, but, you know, sometimes you meet people and it's just always this, hey, good morning, you know, and it may be that that's just their personality. But I think if real kindness demonstrates compassion and a desire to honor God in Christ, even when I, I don't feel good, I, I've, I've suffered loss. I mean, some of the We've, we've all been there, especially before the pandemic, where we're in line at a funeral visitation. And we've been praying for that family, and we're prepared to offer words of comfort. And when we get there, the family are the ones who are thanking you for being there and offering these incredible words of kindness. I mean, because they're in Christ. They're not, they're not only there to receive consolation, although that's our goal. They're showing even in the midst of the storm, who is the anchor of their faith. And so uh, kindness is not cartoonish. It's not uh, tied to one type of personality or one set of circumstances. It is constant. And so whether it's Paul the prisoner or uh, Paul the preacher, you see kindness with consistency, even as he's rebuking the Galatians or uh, some of those people who were accusing him of being a fake apostle in Corinth, he, he can still offer those reproving words in a way where I, I, I hope that when my children, I'm disciplining my children, they know that I love them and I'm, I desire to be kind to them. But that doesn't mean that I'm always going to tell them what they want to hear. You know, kindness doesn't fear offending. 
because the motivation that drives us to speak and act in the ways we're serving are made evident on a consistent yeah. basis. And kindness isn't, you know, maybe somebody's listening and they think, man, I remember 10 years ago, I said something to someone I shouldn't have said, oh, well, if you're a human, that's your experience. I, I'm ashamed of some of the things I've said and done towards people, including brothers and sisters. So kindness doesn't bat a thousand. It, it doesn't have to always smile or, or feel good. It's not tied to a certain set of circumstances. And it's real. It's not only something we do when we're in the church foyer. Hey, brother, good to see. When we get in the car, we still speak kind words about that individual because we really love them, even if we don't always agree. Absolutely. And, and I like what you said, you know, kindness doesn't worry about, a, you know, isn't necessarily not offending somebody. Because sometimes we might have to be a little confrontational. And, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad sense. I mean, you might have to confront someone and say, hey, what you're doing is not appropriate right now. But, you know, I don't think then that, you know, us saying that, you know, those watching, we're not saying you can go after them in a hateful way and say, oh, I'm just telling them the truth. You know, Paul says what? Teach the truth in love. So, you know, and so that's where the, that love fruit comes into play where you have to be kind and be honest and, and helpful and keeping each other accountable, but it has to be done in love. And that's where kindness gets to be difficult. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I really like earlier, you, you mentioned, you know, someone uh, always asks, you know, at funerals, they're always then, oh, thank you, and you feel encouraged, and you went to encourage them. The same thing happens, especially when, and, I don't, and maybe it's a generational thing right now, but when you go, and I know you've had the same experience, when you go to visit an elderly person in a hospital, and uh, it, all they seem to do is, you know, I'll go and be, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm okay. How's your family? I'm like, well, I'm not here to talk about my family right now. I said, you know, you're about to have cert like heart surgery. You know, well, well I just want to, you know, how are they doing? And I'm like, well, um, they're doing good. And then you can't seem to get it back to them. Well, I'm the myself, but they tend, that's, they seem to be caring they just want to they're glad you're there but i'm not there to to be encouraged i'm there to encourage them but it seems i think that's what i think of when i think of kindness is is those conversations yeah it's reciprocal it's a two-way street and i think it needs to also be said that kindness is not always going to be recognized for what it really is i mean even in christ we might encounter people who've been mistreated so much or they have been down a road where someone was really kind to them, but it was because they had an ulterior motive and it led to their being hurt. And so just remember that as we try to be like Christ, his kindness wasn't recognized for what it was by most people either. But if we can act in a way that's consistent, people know that we're genuine, it's not just put on, maybe with time, but even then, you know, just recognize that, uh, there are a lot of hurt people, and when you're hurting, it's sometimes really hard to see what true kindness looks like. Definitely. Well, I think we've gone almost 30 minutes, so uh, as we wrap up, do you have any kind of closing thoughts or any any wrap-up thoughts you would have and you, you think people need to know about kindness before we, we tell everybody farewell? 
thank you first of all for letting me oh, do yeah. this jonathan man it's great to see you yes, i sir. do appreciate you but let me uh just throw this out there and it's something that i say a lot in my classes so it might be a bit predictable for those who know me but <laughs> we serve a god who doesn't just say it he shows it and his character is perfect he is kind and he calls us to be kind and so uh, when we think about kindness let's just look to the ult ultimate model of what kindness looks like and think about his justice and and his mercy and how uh, kindness again doesn't always mean that we're going to be telling people what they want to hear but even when we're telling them things that reprove or rebuke hopefully they're hearing that we're telling them that because we love them we want to do good we want to be kind to them uh, this is not something that's going to come naturally we've got to be intentional about it and uh, i've really tried i'm not saying i'm doing good with this but to be so intentional that i'm making notes uh, that, that i know here's some things today that i did well here's some things i've got to change the way i think about that uh, this for most people including me is not a natural thing but it is a gift from god when we bear the fruit that is evidence of the spirit living within us and uh, if we're unkind then i would ask every christian to consider why isn't that evidence there in our life well well doug i really appreciate you being here uh and you know we've, we've we go kind of way back to the goodwood days yeah and then uh, fred hardeman but uh, everyone who tuned in, thank you uh, for watching. Um, this has been the, the Crossways podcast. Uh, we're here live every Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, and uh, always brought to you by Holly Hill Church of Christ and Adventures in Ministry. Uh, well, Doug, thank you for joining me. And everyone who's been tuning in, thank you for being here. We'll see you guys next week.